Good morning, NewsLaFordDaily.net, and I'm Kemp Parr. This morning, my guest is Dan Hendricks, the CEO and chairman of Interface. Dan, how you doing? Doing well. How are you? I'm good. It's been a little while since we've done an interview together and wanted to catch up on a couple of fronts. You've got some news, I guess the biggest of which is the fact that you're stepping back to the chairman role and handing the CEO role over to Laurel Hurd. Let's talk about that, though, in just a minute. If you don't mind, let me give a little background. You've been at Interface for 37 years. 39, actually. <laughs> Coming up. Okay, 39 years. You came to be the CFO for Ray Anderson. And then when Ray retired, you took over as the lead guy and have been running Interface now for how many years has it been? I was named the CEO in 2000. In 2000. All right. You're a publicly traded company and you're focused in the commercial foreign market. You certainly have your floor rug and you know residential piece of business, but most of your business is in the commercial market. Your stock's been trading between 12 and 18, and it's currently at around 13 and a half. I think it's primarily because Again, the commercial market is just recovering now. You are a global company with the Interface, Nora, and Floor brands. Why don't you tell us where your manufacturing bases are? Yeah, we're globally, we have a global footprint in our carpet tile manufacturing. We have a location in LaGrange, Georgia, near Alabama line. Right. We have a tufting plant in Northern Ireland. We have a full carpet tile plant in right outside of Amsterdam in Skirpenzeel. We have a plant in Australia right outside of Sydney. We have a plant in Shanghai, and we also have a plant in Thailand that we're going to be closing down in April. So from the rubber manufacturing standpoint, we have a plant in Beinheim, which is outside of Frankfurt. And for our LVT, we bring that in overseas out of Korea. Okay. And how many years has it been now since you acquired Nora? Well, we acquired Nora in, in 2018. We've had them a little over three years. And, and I'll tell you what, the integration of Nora has been really pretty seamless for us. I'm really proud of the team, how they've integrated it. And Nora's been a great acquisition for us. And one thing that we worked on is when we acquired Nora, I think our EBITDA-funded debt ratio was three three and change. Uh, I'm proud to say that we in, ended this year with EBITDA-funded debt at two and a half, and that's actually lower than the pre-pandemic levels. That's really good because um, some people had said that you'd paid a pretty penny for Nora, so it sounds like you've got all of that debt in line. That's interesting to hear. Yeah, Nora's been a creative since the beginning, which is great. All right, so let's talk just uh, results. Uh, you did $1.2 billion in revenue in 2021. That was up from $1.1 billion in revenue in 20, which obviously was a, a crazy year. And uh, you're making money, $108 million in operating income last year, and that's up from 77 in the prior year. So financials are in good shape, aren't they? Yeah, we had, a, we had a really, really strong fourth quarter. Um, I'm really happy with our fourth quarter. You know, our America's business in orders was up 31%, um, and in billings, it was actually up 35%. So we started seeing the beginning of the commercial market rebound, particularly the office market, which is great to see. And I will tell you, if you look at the industry, we're, we're outpacing the industry and taking share right now. That's good to hear. So you've been driving the boat for, I guess, the last three or four years. And now you've named that you've hired Laurel Hurd to be the CEO, and she takes over April the 18th, right? Right. This is a monumental position in many ways. First, she's coming in from outside to take the leadership role, and she's a woman leader, a woman CEO in the flooring business, which is something we don't see much around here. She's probably the first female CEO in the flooring business in our industry that I know of. Laurel, she's really very talented. She was the strongest candidate that we interviewed. I mean, we interviewed a lot of candidates. We had a big 
search firm that, that found her. And she really wasn't looking for a job. It was interesting. She's located in Atlanta, so she knew about Interface. And the headhunting firm had been trying to entice her to become a CEO for quite a while. She'd been at No Rubbermaid for almost 20 years. And she really fell in love with Interface, the brand and the purpose and, and what we're trying to do in the world. She really gravitated to our sustainability story and our get off oil story and the carbon story. Is she there now or does she uh, step in? No, she, start, she steps in. She starts April 18th. Uh, I'm going to take her around the world and introduce her to the Interface family. Oh, that's great. Did you tell her that if you if you work for the flooring business, you never leave it? <laughs> yes. I, I don't think she quite understands that, but that's very, very true statement. We're a very sticky <laughs> okay. industry, that's for sure. Oh, let's catch up on the segments that are forming the best for you right now on the commercial side. What are you seeing? Well, I would say there's like two stories here. If, if you looked at the pandemic when it hit in 20 and, and 21, the office market really got hit pretty hard, particularly in the United States. But the education market and, and the healthcare markets were really, really strong, and the transportation market was really strong for us. So if you looked at what performed over the two-year period, it had to be education and then transportation and healthcare. But for us, mm-hmm. we started seeing the office market rebound in the United States this past year, around March, and I think we were early in that. So the office market really has been pretty robust since March for us in the United States. Now, the office markets around the world didn't get hit nearly as hard. You know, they came back to the office a lot quicker than we did in the United States. But we're seeing recovery now in the commercial office market happening. And, and what about hospitality? I know you play there as well. We do. We're starting to see some hospitality business. We're also starting to see, believe it or not, brick-and-mortar retail space business come back, which is just amazing to me that that's even possible. I know because we're so overbuilt there. Right. And people are obviously going online shopping and not going to the brick and mortar stores. Interesting. Why don't you give us also an update on the latest sustainability messages from you guys? Because I know there's some, some big news around carbon footprint. Yeah. One thing that we did is we've been working at this, and you know this, for almost 28 years. And we've been right. investing a lot in our backing technology and, and doing a lot of different things around how to recycle the backing. And we just launched our first carbon negative product, and we have a patent with it, and it's third-party verified with United Labs, and that's without using offsets. And we're the only people in the industry that have a carbon negative carpet tile. It is becoming so mainstream now about what's going on with your embodied carbon in your facilities, and that's 43% of the problem around carbon. So it's a big problem, and we got a, we got we got the answer for it around carbon negative if you care about your footprint. Well, it sounds like you're well ahead of the game with these some of these new SEC rules that are coming in. Right. Yeah, we, we are way ahead of the game on that. We, we actually met on that yesterday about how we're going to actually handle the reporting and so forth. But, you know, scope one and scope two, uh, if they put scope three in, in, in scope, that's going to be very complicated for a lot of companies to deal with. All right. Are you expecting with all this unrest in Russia and Ukraine, are you, are you expecting the commercial market to continue to recover? That's a great question. You know, I don't have a crystal ball around that. And our business in Europe right now is fairly robust, but I don't know what's yeah. going to happen if this, if this situation in Ukraine continues. We're yeah. waiting to see on, on that situation there. The markets are baking in somewhat of a recession coming out of Europe. I hear you. All right, Dan, well, I appreciate you spending some time with our listeners and telling us what's been going on with Interface. And I look forward to meeting Laurel Herb when she uh, steps into the role. Yeah, I can't wait for you to do a podcast with Laurel when she gets on board. All right. Again, been talking to Dan Hendricks, the CEO and chairman of Interface, and you've been listening to Kempar and Floralli.net.